Welcome back to Wet Bigori, a show of random conversations by people with Bigori. Sometimes educational, surprisingly insightful, but mostly random and tangential. Dread it, run from it. Eric, we are going to talk about your baby. <laughs> Jesus, what? Yeah, your baby. And because our topic for today is about retail therapy. Oh, okay. <laughs> For a minute there, I thought you were saying that I should dread and run from my baby. Well, maybe. Which is an odd thing to say. Well, what? At the time recording, it's Mother's Day and you're not doing your mother's duty. <laughs> Motherly <laughs> duty, I mean. <laughs> yeah, my baby does look a little bit dirty. I should get my baby some washing and get, get him washed up and stuff. Yep. And... At the same time, during this recording, uh, with online shopping being a big deal right now, especially during these times of COVID, so that's why we decided to talk about a retail therapy. Do you do retail therapy? What is real therapy? Well, for me, it's using shopping as a means of coping with the challenges of life i mean not really challenges but when you are very stressed or very sad you just spend money and hope that the problems will go away <laughs> <laughs> oh oh okay okay but um, you're not really purchasing the solutions to your problems but you're just merely buying things <laughs> Right, right, right. For that short um, dopamine intake when you purchase a product. Right, okay, okay. No, not really. I don't don't really practice retail therapy in that sense. You might even be able to say that I don't really care for shopping all that much except mm-hmm. for when for stuff that I might need or want. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Well, from what I've just de- described, it's mostly the the very negative aspect of it, wherein you purchase without using much thought into it. But mm-hmm. from time to time, do you purchase things that you like just to feel happy, accomplished? No, I mean, it's not much of an emotion. I mean, I'm happy that I made the purchase, but I don't make the purchase for the specific purpose of being happy. You could say that, you know, like, yeah, I don't, I don't really buy things to, f- to feel things. I know that. I guess that's kind of like why people probably do retail therapy is because they buy things just to feel. I don't know some some sort of accomplishment or sense of of happiness from that. But for me, uh, I don't really, un- I know, I don't really do that. The end goal. I mean, I am happy. But that isn't the end goal. The end goal is that because I've made the purchase for a specific purpose. Here's an example. Because mm-hmm. um, as everybody knows, I just recently started riding a, a motorcycle. Yep. And I am gradually looking to upgrade my gear yeah. um, in terms of like my outfit, I guess. Uh, because there is a certain aesthetic in my mind that I kind of want to <laughs> adapt yeah and I'm, I'm starting small and i'm looking at gloves for example <laughs> and i don't want to just buy you know those off-brand stuff i i yeah i yeah because there's a certain aesthetic that i want and that's <laughs> so I, and i'm kind of like looking at these gloves 
and they're kind of expensive. <laughs> the cheapest one that I found was like around that I liked, by the way. I was around 1,600 for 1, gloves. Yeah, for gloves, man. <laughs> and it's quite thick. So mm -hmm. I guess you could say that it, it's worth it because it's kind of like practically two, two to three gloves in one. <laughs> and I'm already looking into kind of like a riding jacket, kind of, you know, this kind of, like I said, there's an aesthetic that I want to adapt. Mm -hmm. So the purpose here is that these riding gloves, you know, they help shield my, my hands from the wind, mm -hmm. um, from the heat and from the rain and mm -hmm. that's the purpose i mean there is a certain aesthetic mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it does serve a purpose and it will make me happy but not because i bought something but rather because this you know this matches my aesthetic that i'm trying to look for and mm -hmm. for me that's what what's going on yeah but i do hope you already have a helmet right <laughs> Of course, like I mean, there was a free helmet that came with a motorcycle, but that's I a shitty helmet. Yeah, yeah, it's a cheap, it's a cheap mix. So I decided to buy one. It's a Rogue, mm -hmm. so it's also like three point five, three. Uh, yeah, it's three five. Yeah, you you. There is no price for uh, safety. You should. That's a good purchase. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say that you know. The helmet is definitely number one priority when it comes to, you know, safety and all that. Mm -hmm. Does it have a design? Does it look like a Power Ranger helmet? <laughs> Gods, no. <laughs> My aesthetic is more black and white, mm. more black and white, more gray, more street urban kind of thing. Mm. Um, so like Black I Rider. Show, I could show you some pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not into the super colorful ones. Mm -hmm. Although it is kind of nice, but mm -hmm. I don't prefer that because, like I said, there's mm -hmm. a certain aesthetic that mm -hmm. I kind of want to adapt, and mm -hmm. colorfulness is that is not that aesthetic. Mm. Well, I do agree with you. I, I like me, like you. I mean, I don't purchase things uh, because I just want to feel happy, to feel better my, of myself, and one of a key purchase that I did in the last few years was my desktop computer and it costs a large amount of money which I could have delayed because it wasn't needed at the time but at the same time I've been wanting it for so long because uh, I finally had a job that can give me enough money to save enough to for me to purchase a desktop computer an actual gaming computer not just those gaming laptops per se well, they actually are the same price, but my the performance of my PC is definitely much better. And it definitely made me happy. Of course, afterwards, after the purchase, like with you, the aesthetics, the upgrades, is it bound to happen? Are we unable to avoid it? I also recently, for example, I purchased a few clothing for work and then mm. since i have some money i've also been thinking of adding some a, a new slacks a new pair of socks maybe some shoes is that unavoidable when you have a new interest in something after purchasing it do you want to purchase more right right that kind of makes sense not really, though. What I'm trying to say is that this is 
like the way from what I understand with from your definition of what retail therapy is, is mm-hmm. that you just buy stuff to make you feel happy, and that's mm-hmm. the end goal. It might be, it might have a use, but think of it like this: retail therapy is that you're sad, I guess, yeah. or you're depressed, or whatever, and you're gonna say, "Okay, I'm going to buy stuff," mm-hmm. so that this, the the act of purchasing makes me happy or makes me not think about what's making me sad or angry or depressed Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and you might say that as a consequence of you buying these things it these things may or may not be something you needed or wanted or something you needed you needed or has a purpose and it's probably just going to end up as clutter. It can go either way. It's going to be something extremely pers- uh, extremely useful or just clutter. Whereas, as you mentioned, you're purchasing something specifically for a purpose. Like you said, uh, you you bought new slacks, socks, you know, you bought outfits. Mm-hmm. The purpose is that you want to look presentable whenever you, for whenever you report to work. Mm-hmm. And because you've made, you know, you you're satisfied with the aesthetic that you're going for or the look or the outfit itself, as a consequence of that, you are happy. Yeah. So I'm so it's kind of different. I mean, you could say that there is a bit of a similarity, mm-hmm. but essentially they are different concepts. Well, I guess because uh, we have some sort of control with our purchases and for some in the negative aspect of retail therapy, they just purchase stuff just to feel better and usually it's clothing usually, and usually it's, it's things that though may serve a purpose, in the end it, it will just be some sort of stockpile in your house probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, is it because we have some sort of wants that connect with our goals in life? I mean, like, wants and needs. That's what I mean. They are connected. So, our purchase serves a better purpose. Hmm. That is that is kind of tricky. Yeah, I mean, to say. yeah, because uh, an example is from myself is, though I did purchase... Uh, a computer which I re- I use, but there are times I have once, and there were a couple of times I purchased a brand new uh, basketball shoes. Actually, twice, mm-hmm. yeah. And although it may serve a purpose from time to time, it's not really priority in your in my purchases. It's not like I'm going. I'm a basketball player. But I did use it from when I b- play basketball, and I did look good. <laughs> it made me mm-hmm. happy. But well, it's also because I have control. I send pics. I ask family, friends, should I purchase it? Mm-hmm. And then obviously, I check my account if I can afford it. I don't really want to loan money just to buy something. Right. All right. So again, is it because? Our purchases coincide with our needs, something like that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that makes sense. It's not specifically something that because it's it's you know it serves a purpose, and uh, mm-hmm. whether or not it's something that you're going to be using a lot of, or it, it's mm-hmm. not, or whether or not it's central to like mm-hmm. you surviving every day. Yeah, 
at the end of the day, you you, you are making the purchase for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from, you know, aside from just buying things just to make you feel good about. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, like retail therapy is essentially about the purchase. It's mm-hmm. the, the act of making the purchase of purchasing something, mm-hmm. not necessarily the end product, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you bought. Whereas for other people, it's just, you know, it, it's about the product itself. Yeah. All right. I'll give you something to think about, which hopefully will make you sad. Um, so, Jeez, the, okay. so the other thing that you've been, uh, that has become a big part of your life recently is badminton, am I right? Mm-hmm. So, have mm-hmm. you made any purchases with regards to that, like a new racket, uh, badminton shoes, or something? Oh yeah, definitely. When when Jamal, when kind of like when we decided that we're going to be playing badminton, I asked Jamal like, "Hey, so you want to gonna buy a, a racket?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." Then I also bought one myself, although I already have a, another a racket. <laughs> But having an extra racket is fine, so, and I had I I also bought badminton shoes as well. <laughs> well, it's not really retail therapy in the sense, but you did splurge, right? <laughs> yeah, I splurged definitely. I checked my budget as well. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I mean uh, my salary is relatively high, but mm-hmm. I'm not. I am more financially responsible than I was ten years ago, definitely. <laughs> so, so yeah, I had to check with my. Okay, I still have. I have some wiggle room. <laughs> I can buy this, this, and that. And by the way, I didn't buy these two items on the same day. Mm-hmm. I, I bought the racket first, and mm-hmm. then a month later, I bought the. A month later, or was it two months later? I bought the the shoes. Um, shoes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, with regards to this, some sort of not really fake. Fake is the wrong word, but making a a coping mechanism not negative, wherein destroying your life in a sense is is more on the control part. Um, mm. yeah, mm, yes, yes, because we have a lot of coping mechanisms. Be it can it be food, can it be exercise i guess in a way but moderation and control is a key thing to this so that it won't be negatively impact your life well what you said earlier when you and jomal when jomal purchased a rocket did something in you kind of like yeah i want one too because he said when he purchased you also purchased as well no, I actually purchased the racket first. Because <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, I was like, okay, we're going to do this thing. We're going to try out to play badminton. And, I'm, mm-hmm. and, and my thinking was that, okay, I, my racket's been with me for a couple of years uh, on and off. And I'm like, hmm, maybe it's a good idea to, to have a second racket. Right. Kind of has an extra. And mm-hmm. then I was like, hey, I'm going to buy a racket. Do you want to buy a racket as well? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, okay. Of course, after conferring with his girlfriend. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, okay. So are you influencing Jomel? Because by now also everyone knows, right, that he also purchased a mode of transport as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, his car, right. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you could say that I influenced him. Although I, I can't take 
sole responsibility for that because yeah. the decision was his. Yeah. And at the same time, he, he is using his racket regularly. Yeah. And it, it's being put to good use. So, because <laughs> kind of like I'm just saying, hey, I'm just saying, hey, you know, this might be a regular thing and you could always bring it with you whenever you go mm-hmm. back to Manila. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rocket, not the car. <laughs> that is something that he's going to be bringing, of course. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> like you just buy a car and then just leave it there. Like what? What is the point? <laughs> yeah, that's the point of retail therapy. <laughs> as far as I know, yeah. with what he's shared with me, uh, this has been a year in the making. Yeah, he has been, you know, saving money to buy the car. So yep, that's shout uh... out, shout out to the one moment that he kind of. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take this offline later. I have to share something about um, the car. I don't know if he's gonna be online later, but uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> the mishap with his car. It's uh, very new, but yeah. dot dot dot. You already know what's gonna happen next. But yeah. Yep. Do you have any advice for those? Do you have friends who are using retail therapy? Yeah, I do know some people yeah. um, who are really into like, you know, do, do stuff and whatever. So do you like have any advice? Like, for example, you rub one out before going to your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did not expect that analogy, but yeah, okay. Yeah, sure, let's so, go with that. Okay, so with that analogy, I'll start with <laughs> check your bank account first before doing any purchase. Do you have any as well? Yes. And this is something that was shared to me by my sister's ex. Um, <laughs> they are still good friends because it happened in high school or whatever. And he gave me this advice when I was starting out with the mountain bike thing. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about like all this and this and that. And kind of like what, you know, when you when you purchase a mountain bike, you get kind of like up, what we call it upgradeitis yeah. where you have you just upgrade and upgrade and upgrade yeah it's the same for me for my computer but yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so anyway his advice was that if you have if you like if you want to purchase something wait 30 days if after 30 days it's still something that you want to buy go ahead and buy it mm-hmm. because because his reasoning was that you know there are times where it just it's kind of like just an impulse buy where I want to buy this, but then after 30, uh, you know, after some time, you're like, why? Kind of like buyer's remorse. Like, why did I buy this in the first place? Because, you know, in the beginning, it was just an impulse. Uh, it doesn't, there wasn't really a lot of logic or reason behind mm-hmm. making the purchase. So he was like, okay, if you want to buy something, and it's not a need, by the way, yeah. let's just make that clear. If it's a want, you give yourself 30 days. And if at the end of 30 days, it's still something that you really want, mm-hmm. then go ahead and buy it. Because obviously it's something that you really want and it's something that you're going probably going to be using a lot. And I have, I've been using that a lot, mm-hmm. that kind of advice. I mean, I I go on on Shopee yeah. every day and look at <laughs> flash deals and stuff. And, yeah. and I see something and I'm like, hey, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably like it. Uh, kind of you know that that, that heart function yep. it adds it to your like list and mm-hmm. then i i forget about it for the next 30 days yep. but for me it, there are some items where 
it's just there and after like six months three or six months mm-hmm. i haven't even purchased it or haven't even thought about it i i remove it from my like list yeah and that's that's for me that's how it works okay give yourself time don't let yourself oh there's another thing uh, kind of like uh, combine this with another technique that i use is that don't be fooled by sales yes or discounts yep because at the end of the day you are spending you spent money whether it's cheaper or not whatever you spent money and as much as possible you don't want to spend money yep. you want to keep that money and spend it for something that you know for a rainy day or emergencies uh-huh. and stuff like that so mm-hmm. you combine these two and it becomes very effective like if for example they sell you they sell you something that's going to be that's something that catches your eye because it's mm-hmm. on sale and your, pro- your your first impulse is like hey it's on sale i'm not gonna, i'm probably not going to b- get to buy this item until next time when it does go on sale again or maybe this is like the last last pair of shoes or whatever yep. don't don't you know, fight it you have to fight it because a you probably don't need it um b give yourself time c there are other shoes in the, in the future and like even if it's like the greatest aesthetically pleasing pair of shoes you've ever seen mm-hmm. if you have other shoes don't mm-hmm. buy it like mm-hmm. kind of like that so it's it's you know it's kind of you just using these two techniques um helps me a lot i mean i've been on on shopee a lot like ev- <laughs> practically every day yeah uh, i open my app and i look for deals and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like hey this is interesting yeah and then kind of like my brain starts to think I'm like okay i could probably use it for this i kind of like trying to justify the mm-hmm. purchase but then i say hmm okay i'll think about it i'll leave it for 30 days and if it's still there then maybe i'll consider buying it i i have one example specifically because as you know i moved into a different apartment i mean i moved to my apartment i was thinking of trying to like i was thinking of space saving or trying to maximize the space because mm-hmm. it is a studio apartment and i saw this on shopee where it's kind of like a, a dish rack of some sort that goes over the sink yep can you kind of like picture yeah, what it looks like yeah we have like? that yeah <laughs> yeah so it costs around uh, 800 to 1000 pesos it's... and that was from the beginning of february and until now it's still in my it's in, still in my liked list mm-hmm. but i still haven't purchased it because i live alone and i don't have that many dishes that that would require me to use that or to buy that dish rack oh. maybe for my parents house yeah. but you know i haven't really talked to my mom yet maybe you yeah. need to buy more dishes <laughs> I I do have a lot of dishes in my apartment and I'm like using just the one. I mean <laughs> they're all in storage. Wow. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah. yeah. By the way, we're not yet sponsored by Shopee, but hopefully maybe in the future. Because <laughs> I have an example of also a tip from when doing that purchase. So when you have when you see this flashy sales and the prices, make some research because This has been an experience because right now it, there is currently a sale for five five, which is May five, which is an online thing. It's a thing now, wherein where the month and the date matches, there is going to be a sale. Yeah, so both Lazada and Shopee are on sale for, uh, for example, a product that we were purchasing a shelves for uh, our plants in Lazada. 
the base price is around higher very high so that when it's on sale you will see like 80 percent discount while on shopee the price is legit and they'll have like a 20 percent discount and even though shopee only had 20 percent discount it was still cheaper than lazada so fuck yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um to no one in particular, right? Yeah, um, yeah th this is something that you have to kind of be careful about when you're ma making online shopping or you know or online purchases. Is mm -hmm. that these sellers tend to inflate their prices mm -hmm. so that when they do give a sale, it just it sells at the original price, roughly the take same. The, yeah. So let take the Nintendo Switch. There's this shop on Shopee who sells um, the base price is around 16,000 pesos rounded up. So whenever it's on sale, they sell the base. They kind of change the base price to 25,000 pesos yeah. or 30,000 pesos so that they can say, Oh, it's on sale. It's 50% 50 off. off. <laughs> it, it's still, it's still 16,000 pesos. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. And, I did a test where, you know, I took a screenshot of non-sale days um, of the product of the Nintendo Switch. And then I waited for, you know, sale. sales. Mm -hmm. um, I think this was in 3.3 or 4.4. I, 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 I forget. Mm -hmm. I checked it out. It's the same model as the one in my, in my picture. And the product during the sale period was twice the base price <laughs> so they said hey it's 50 percent off i'm like oh are you kidding like yeah this is sucky you know this is a sucky thing a sucky way to do it yep and but it's uh, always been done uh, i've seen this done in actual stores and again you should do your research uh don't just check from online shops to online shops you can also go if you are near well not right now i mean while well, during covid Shouldn't, you shouldn't go out as much basically yeah. yeah but if you are near a mall you could check out the stuff you want to purchase there were some st stuff actually that were cheaper online and mm. there were also some that were cheaper if you bought it at the mall so yeah just don't rely on one thing do well obviously you're really waste not really wasting your time but you have to spend your time to do this and also yeah. Uh, the big thing with online shopping is probably the delivery is already uh, added up. I mean, not mm -hmm. with that, not with the price, but after purchasing it, uh, they will handle the delivery. So most of the time, my furniture purchases are online. So that's why it's easier for me compared if I were to go to a mall, I would have to do this by myself or get a taxi and sometimes their own service for delivery is quite expensive mm. yes that's true um yeah that's a very good point and another tip i, I guess this isn't, this isn't really related to kind of like avoiding retail therapy but this is my tip for online shopping in general mm -hmm. which is to do your research as well recently i've bought like jerseys again because that's that's a thing now that i do i prefer dry fit shirts now because <laughs> they're cheaper they're lightweight and they're very cool mm. so so yeah 
and I found a reliable store because one thing that you're you're unless it's a mall store, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like those established stores, you're kind of like gambling like it's just if this is gonna be worth it to buy. Yeah. So what I do is usually I make a purchase of maybe one or two items or three items just to check if you know the quality is good mm-hmm. and if this is legit if this is a legit store. So that's what I did. And, you know, just do your research and kind of make that initial investment. Like, I, I know that this isn't something that you're going to be able to do for more expensive stuff. Like, yeah. you know, um, gadgets or whatever, mm-hmm. or really expensive stuff. But if it's like clothes, like the store that I'm buying my dry fit shirts from sells it for 65 pesos Ooh, for the dry fit. That's really cheap. Yes. And they have my size. <laughs> <laughs> But, Although that is, my size is shrinking. Yeah. So what I did was I bought, my initial investment was like five shirts. And if it wouldn't fit, if it doesn't fit me, because this is my concern, because I tend to wear, you know, big shirts and there are some stores that just don't have my size. Mm-hmm. So I bought five shirts that are in my size, allegedly. And they come in, okay, I pay for it. It's like, oh, I'm satisfied with the with the size. Mm-hmm. And that's that store. I'm now a loyal customer of that store. I bought a, in total of 20 shirts now What from that f- store. <laughs> yeah. And now I bought another additional five. And mm-hmm. Jamal and his girlfriend bought 11 sto- uh, shirts between them. Whoa. So we kind of just did a whole bulk sale thing. So yeah, yeah it's it's really cheap. And, you know. That initial investment of the five shirts plus the shipping fee was worth it because, like, I confirmed that hey, this place is legit. Yeah, wait, see, so this is online. Yes, this is online. All right, um, send that to me after this because I'll hopefully I'll battle my <laughs> retail therapy demons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so yeah, yeah, I'll send you the link to the store. So, what's your next big purchase? The gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't purchased those gloves yet because yeah. I was looking at my wallet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, I have the money now. Mm-hmm. I checked my one of my bank accounts, the one that I use for my mm-hmm. payroll. I'm like, mm, I also have money here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, rub one out. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> rub multiple ones out. Yeah, yeah as for me, um, my... Next big purchase is going to be a gaming chair. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Aside from it's going to be a big purchase and it's more also for since I'm also getting old, it's for my back as well. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're going to get like the race car one or mm-hmm. an executive chair? It's uh, the one I purchased is it's in between the race car and the executive chair. And the okay. race car ones are quite expensive. The cheapest would be around 10k plus. And although I can afford it now, rub one out first. <laughs> <laughs> and this purchase is around 4k. Wow. Mm-hmm. If I give away 500, I could buy your gloves. <laughs> oh, wait. That was the helmet. <laughs> the gloves that around. That was the helmet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> R17. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Well, I can buy two gloves. <laughs> yeah, one for each yeah. hand. Gee, what? One pair for each hand? <laughs> Jesus. Hopefully, uh, more money along the way so we can 
have more battles with those retail therapy demons. Thanks for listening to Wet Bigote, a show of random conversations by people with bigote. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss out, follow us on Spotify, Facebook, and Twitter at Wet Bigote. Tell your friends about us and share the love. We appreciate the support. Until next time, you can find the full list of episodes on Spotify on bit.ly slash wetbigote. Send us your feedback by going to bit.ly slash wetbigotefeedback. Cheers. Bye. Bye.